This is episode 25, and this is clearly not Kat. This is Frank, and today me and Kat sit down to discuss balancing, chasing your dreams, and being in love. You're tuned in to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Hey guys, welcome back to... (laughs) (laughs) hey guys welcome back to another episode of chats with cat i hope you're all doing great i am sitting here with a lovely guest mr frankie piazza hello 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 um so for my 25th episode i decided to bring back my partner frank because the episode that we previously did is actually the most downloaded episode of all of the episodes I've put out. So I figured I should just give you guys what you want. So I brought his ass back. (laughs) We're going to talk about uh, something really cool. And we're on our third glass of wine right now. We're pretty giggly and uh, happy and just in a really good mood. So I have a feeling that we're going to say some fantastic things here. Babe, do you want to say anything? Do you want to introduce yourself again? I think that was a fantastic intro. Okay. Uh, I am Kat's boyfriend, as she has made you aware. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty. I think that pretty much covers the amount of introing needed. Frank is acting like he's kind of shy right now, and this man is not shy. Like I promise, he's not. He talks all the time to the point where sometimes he says sorry for talking so much. Like he taps me on the shoulder and is like, "Baby, um." Am I am I talking too much? You could just tell me. So I don't know why he's acting like this right now. I'm not being shy. I just think a concise intro is appreciated. Okay, all right, fair, fair. Just thinking about the listeners. Mm, okay, fair. I appreciate that. So we kind of wanted to talk about what it is like to have an unconventional relationship because we are in one ourselves, and um, we wanted to kind of make this part of our relationship transparent and discuss what it's like to be in a relationship where both people are trying to chase their dreams and what it is like to try to balance the intimacy and also the boundaries of making sure that we give each other the space to to do the things that we need to do without each other in a lot of ways and I think that and I guess I'll speak for you too, babe, um, that this is unconventional because I think in a lot of relationships, the way that we would kind of go about things could kind of seem a little distant and um, just some people wouldn't find it to be okay, I think, you know? Yeah, and for context, I mean, and I think we might have talked about this in the last episode. Yeah, but, we did, but um, just uh, let's just give him a refresher. Yeah, just, you know, our relationship for the last, I guess, year and a half now has been mostly long distance where originally we we're kind of seeing each other once a month. Now I think it's once every few weeks, but it's still not all that often, but it's something where a uh, cat is trying to build her blog and podcast. And I am trying to build um, my YouTube channel as well as some other uh, businesses that me and my business partners are creating. And Uh, Right now I'm based in Pennsylvania and she is based in New York and I only see her for basically one week at a time and there's three or four weeks in between each time we see each other. So things are about to change because we did just, well, sign a lease for an apartment in Brooklyn. But even in that space, we will still be splitting our time. Yeah, I'll I'll still be splitting my time between Pennsylvania and New York. Which I think for anyone else it would have been, or even if I, if if we think back to prior relationships that we had, it, it kind of wasn't even, we weren't even able to do that because at least what I'll speak for myself, what I've noticed in my own life and past relationships is this kind of, I don't know, it's like this 
codependency that gets created where once you start dating somebody, you it, it's very easy to make the relationship the 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 biggest goal and almost like the all-consuming goal. So yeah. you, you stop focusing on the things that uh, you want to do and on your dreams and all that stuff becomes secondary to the relationship and the interaction with the other person. And I think the thing that we've been trying to navigate is that balance between allowing ourselves to pursue our dreams and do our own thing, but also being with each other and appreciating and loving each other and allowing those two things to exist where neither is suffocated and neither is, um, you know, lost or overly focused on. Right. And it hasn't been easy just because, uh, I mean, neither one of us has been in a relationship that's kind of in, uh, unfolded in this way. And in the beginning, I mean, I'll just speak for myself. I had a difficult time because for a while I wasn't entirely sure how to perceive everything. I mean, aside from the fact that we were long distance, um, you know, within that, like I would expect us to talk for a certain amount of hours per night or whatever at first. And then when I realized like we couldn't do that because he had his things that he needed to do and I needed to understand that it wasn't really that he didn't want to talk to me, but that there were things that he needed to get done that night. And that, that just, that's, that's how things were. And that it wasn't about me. He would have loved to talk to me, but he also needed to do the things that he signed up for prior to even meeting me. And as I developed my things, I think Frank also kind of got the taste of that too, where I'd have to be like, okay, babe, well, you know, I gotta go, I gotta go do X, Y, and Z. And it became less about taking it personal and more about, hey, like, I want to support you. Like, absolutely go do that thing because I know that you'll feel like shit tomorrow if you don't go do that. And I wouldn't want to get in the way of that. Yeah. And I think, you know, you bring up an interesting point and this is something to me that, that comes up a lot for us. And I think it's true of any relationship is you're coming into the relationship with a lot of preconceived notions about what a relationship should be. And a lot of expectations about what the other person should and shouldn't do and, and how they should treat you and how they should respond and how they should be in your life. Yeah. And um, I think because we were younger in those prior relationships, those those expectations can be uh, a bit more immature or simplistic. Mm hmm. And, and and certainly this is the first relationship I've been in where, uh, you know, both both people are trying to pursue their dreams simultaneously. So it's something where I feel like early on and even and even now you could see little flashes of it. It's like dealing with those those preconceived notions and dealing with those past patterns and and. Uh, those past framings of how a relationship should go. And then, you know, really trying to start from, I would say first principles, like, all right, what, what should a relationship be and how can we do this in a way that allows us to do what we have to do and still appreciate each other? Yeah. So it's like, we've been designing it. Honestly, I feel like in a lot of ways, I think, uh, and we talked about this in the last episode that we did together where we, we did break up for a while and then we decided to get back together. And it's like in this whole deciding to get back together, I think that we're approaching everything so differently this time, just because this is at the forefront. And like, we did have a discussion and we were clear that, you know, like everything that we're doing, obviously we love each other and, and everything, but we can only be our best selves. We can only be the best people for each other. If we are actively pursuing our dreams, like if at any point, Frank tried to get in the way of anything that I'm trying to do, I would, you know, I would hold some kind of resentment towards him and vice versa. And I think that subconsciously that was a fear that we may have had. And that's why there was some kind of like hesitation or some kind of friction in the past where we weren't clear about that. But now that we are clear about it and we've been trying to do this intentionally and we are being really honest and transparent about whatever we're going through or feeling at that time so that we don't miscommunicate anything or neither one of us assumes that it's about, you know, something that one of us is doing. It's like, you know, whatever related to whatever work we're doing that may keep us away or whatever the case may be. But um, we really had to 
to to go about this like step by step and try to hack it together because there are no models around us because we don't know anybody who's doing this and I think that in the past when I've talked to people about about this like oh well like what if I meet a man who who is you know doing x y and z and like he's he's successful and he's doing he's doing this and I know that I want to do my thing like you know how would that unfold and I've gotten the advice and I'm like well both people cannot do it together like one person has to kind of concede to the other and I remember being like well that's not going to be me but also knowing that like I would never be attracted to somebody who conceded to their dreams for me long term either like that was also off the table so the fact that I was able to find somebody who is going to pursue his dreams no matter what till the day he dies and so am I and is not expecting me to put any of my things on hold for him is a blessing but at the same time it's like okay like well what are how do we do this thing you know yeah and I I think one of the the core ways that we're able to do it and and I I kind of almost would contrast it with earlier on our relationship or in even just, you know, prior relationships, there's, there's this weird thing where you start loving a person, but the love, it's not, to me, it's not like true love. It's almost like a possessive, selfish love where you want the other person around and you want them to do certain things and you, you just want them to, you know, I think the more you, you love someone it's it's easy to fall into like you just want to be around them all the time and of course it's like I actually do want to allocate as much time as humanly possible to you because uh you're an incredible being that I same here baby love and appreciate uh but I think the critical movement has been moving to one of more selflessness and more appreciation than possession so you know actually part of the reason i do appreciate you so much and i do love you so much is that is is twofold right it is partly because you can give me the space to execute on my dreams and by the way that's something i've always struggled with in past relationships is always feeling like the person i'm dating wants to monopolize all my time and just wants to get married and doesn't really care about doesn't have some bigger vision for their life or our life or my life or whatever. But then the other aspect of it is you actually want to do your own thing too. And and you're executing on it. So it's like, I love giving you that space because I know you're growing in that space and I know you're creating in that space and making an impact and, and trying really trying and that's beautiful in its own way and you know to to flip it like if i was if i was more possessive and and selfish i would want to dominate more of your time and i wouldn't want you pursuing those things or, or i'd want you supporting me or whatever way it would manifest and i would miss out on that whole side of me side of you yeah, yeah. so i think that's something that people would kind of think about and question though is like well then are you just going to get used to having a part of your relationship where you're apart? And, you know, I think about that often and I think about like, well, the fact that there will be a time where we'll, we'll be set in a way where we can be together full time. But even in that quote unquote full time living, we, we actually need time apart. Like even if it's being in a house together and being like, okay, I'm going to be in that room and you be over here. Like I need to be away from me because I need to create, I need to be in my own space and like we can collaborate. I can go and talk to you, like come to me when you need advice or when you want to run something by somebody, but like still having that space. Like, I think that's so sacred because, um, like you said, like, and I feel the same way about you. Like when you're away from me, I know that you're not away from me because you don't want to be around me. It's because you're growing and you're building something and you are fulfilling something that is you know not related to me and that's okay not everything has to be about me you know what I mean and like like I was telling you about in that uh, Esther Perel video that uh, Esther Perel has a TED talk where she kind of talks about like what keeps uh, marriages together and what makes people long for each other and love each other forever really and it was essentially uh, I'm gonna paraphrase but it was essentially being able to see your partner 
um, in a way that's not related to you, like seeing your partner thrive in whatever it is that they're good at, whether, you know, if they're like a singer or like they're part of a band or if they're a painter, like, you know, going to see your partner actively doing their thing and seeing them separate from you and being able to admire them as separate from you because you still see them as individuals and not always like, oh, that's my partner, you know, like you can be like, wow, that is my partner, like in a way that's so admiring. And I think that that is something that we've we've cultivated within our relationship early on. And that's something that naturally we're going to kind of keep going because I'm never going to stop doing my thing. You're never going to stop doing your thing. So the allure will always be there because I know that there will always be a time where like one of us will have to be away what in whatever capacity that is to build on that thing. And like our imaginations kind of get going, right? Like even when we recap at the end of the night, we're like when we're apart and we talk and it's like, and you're just like, Oh, like, what did you do? And I tell you all these things. It's like, that's so exciting. And when you tell me like, Oh, the past eight hours I've been doing X, Y, and Z, or like, you know, you show me something that you created at the end of the week. I'm like, damn, like all the hours that he wasn't talking to me or doing anything with me, like he was making this dope shit. And like when he's hanging out with his, you know, friends or when he meets somebody that's really cool and he can tell me about this person, it's like, well, like you're still an individual who has his own personality, his own way of living. Mm -hmm. And there is still some kind of relationship between us, but it's still so, um, I don't know. It's just like, because it's not about me, it's like, I still long to understand you, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, even the question you asked earlier to me, the, the kind of like the, the, the reverse of that question is like, if you're in a relationship, the assumed mode of operating is like spend most of your time together. And then especially as you, you know, I think the standard approach is like, you know, when you, you, you move in together and then you get married and then you have kids and it's like your, you know, after going to work and whatever else, like most of your time is dominated by being with this one human being. And it's like, again, I want to, we, I think, I believe we want to spend time with each other, but I believe there's a fullness that one can achieve in life when you have meaningful work uh, that you're you're putting your energy and time into and a, and a deep loving intimate relationship and then also deep friendships and and learning and, and growth that can occur not just with that person yep, and, and you can bring it back yeah, exactly and you can share in that with with that person and i think even the way we think about uh, meeting other people in the world and and finding people who uh, have a similar mission and, and are similarly driven or similarly creative and and kind of bringing those people back for each other. I think oftentimes right. when we meet people, whether it's um, male or female, it's amazing how how not jealous we get because at the end of the day, it's like, wow, you found somebody who we can now add to the crew or I found yeah. somebody we could add to the crew. and you know, good, good people and quality people are hard to come by. So it's cool that, um, you know, I think back to like, even like my, you know, 20 year old self being very jealous with my girlfriend at the time and not wanting her to talk to, to guys. And it's like, it's cool that the mission that we're on, it's like, yeah, that all that time away from me, it's like, yeah i'm so happy that you're doing that right and i've never doubted that which is even the the craziest part because it's like in previous relationships and i mean this is coming from my end too like not just my ex-boyfriends but like they would also just kind of be like oh like well who are you hanging out with or why why are you doing this why are you doing that like never framing it as like well like what does that perf what does that person have to add to your life like not just, you know, like, oh, well, is there a possibility that you guys could be doing something? You know, it's never, it was never that question. It was always like a jealousy and like insecurity standpoint. And now with us, it's, and the same went with them. Like I never looked at women talking to my ex-boyfriends like, oh, like maybe she could be giving you some like life advice or like wisdoms that you'll, that mm -hmm. I couldn't give you, you know, whatever. But, you know, with us, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, typically you hang out with more guys than you do females and same with me but i have had instances where i end up meeting uh guys and 
and they have something really cool going on in their life and like i hang out with them and like the first thing i do is call you and i'm like dude like i just met the dopest guy like i can't wait for us to all hang out and it's and it's that understanding that like even when we're not together if we are hanging out with people it's never something where we have to question that all of that is still in the realm of learning and understanding and growing and and trying to make sense out of all of this and also i think in a lot of ways scoping out to see like i understand like what you want to do with your life and what your mission is and what you're passionate about like what if i meet somebody who aligns with you like i can bring that person to you and like that will help you Mm -hmm. that'll make it easier for you so it's also like always kind of looking out for each other in a way you know yeah and it's you're making me realize it's something too where we definitely have our own individual projects and aspirations that we're working on but even I'm just realizing this now. I think it's also important to have something that supersedes all that that is similar. So Yeah, of course. You know, it's like the thing that that bonds us and the thing that keeps us able to kind of be away from each other and be working on different things is we we both do want to make a difference in this world and we both do want to grow and learn as much as we can and, and meet all the quality people that we can and and you know build this community and and everything else so um, even though we have those specific projects and and we're apart it's like they do overlap if you well they do overlap and if you pull the camera back further enough we're doing the same thing together even though technically we're not yeah in the same space yeah and i think that's why there is such an appreciation for all of this growth and stuff because it still resonates with with both of us like if i have something to say or if i learn something like it's something that you can likely use as well with whatever work you're doing. Maybe you'll uh, process it a little differently or apply it differently because obviously like our lives are different, but um, all of the learnings that I kind of have and I, that I kind of figure out as I go about the world that I can only figure out if I have the space to be free, you know what I mean? Without having the pressure of having to, you know, uh, fill you in on something or you know text you at this time or whatever because there are partners who are like that that's like oh if you don't call me by this time or if you don't check in with me every few hours like you know they get really upset um I don't have that pressure and neither do you and we can just roam around our lives and and go out and wander and like we will find all these great things we'll 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 find these jewels whether it's in uh aha moments or people or you know books or you know experiences whatever and like always bring it back here and we always have these moments where we're like wow like that's great and then we'll apply it even if i didn't experience that like i'll apply whatever you learned and it's it, and it's you know all that stuff you said i think gets back to to that just that that possessive versus appreciative point and the you know it's like uh if if someone's looking for like a concrete ex- example of, of what this would look like right it's like if cat if Kat's not texting me, the possessive version would be like, well, I wonder what she's up to or what she's doing or whatever. And it's like the appreciative examples. I hope she's having a great time. Right. And not to say like, I don't want people to think that we just like don't care. We don't check in with each other. Like there is still some kind of structure to this relationship. Like we definitely do know like what's going on. Like we'll kind of FaceTime throughout the day or like whatever. We'll text each other. Like, Hey baby, like how's your day going? Whatever. And we know what's going on, but within that, like if I don't text him or call him for the next five hours and you kind of have a general idea of where I am and what I'm doing, yeah, you're like not going to be like, Hey, like if I know your work, you know, if I know you're working, I know you're probably creating something awesome. And it's like, if I know you're out, I know you're probably having a good time and meeting cool people and, and whatever. And yeah. It's like, like there's some times where like, I'll be like, Oh, I'm hanging out with so-and-so and like the night will go on for a lot longer. And sometimes you'll want to go to bed and I'm still out and just like, Hey, like, I know you're you're still out with so-and-so like can you just like you know give me a call or a text when you get home but like I hope you're having fun it's never like why the fuck aren't you home like you told me you would be here blah 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 it's never that and it, it's never like that on yeah, my end I usually either. just want to make sure that she gets home safe yeah that's about it that's it it's but I don't want people to be like oh well, do they just not give a fuck about each other and like do they never check in it's not that at all there still is structure to all of this but loosely because there we allow room to just kind yeah, of kind live of like, and experience it's, yeah it's like going with the flow going yeah with, 
It's like going with how it actually is instead of expecting it to be how you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you get used to that and it's just the norm and it's actually quite enjoyable. But yeah, you know, again, I think a lot of that is, is really, and I think we'll talk more about this in the future, but um, a lot of that is really getting, getting through all of those old versions of yourself and past relationships and what you expected and what you think is right and whatever. And I don't know, just like getting back to reality, like getting back to what brings you joy in a relationship and what doesn't and the things that don't just aren't good, especially if they're oppressive to the other person. And you have to be able to vocalize that though, because I think oftentimes um, there are things that we don't want to be the way that they are. And like, we kind of just say like, Oh, well, I mean, I, this is not comfortable for me, but I guess it's just the way it is. And then you kind of just concede and you, you do whatever that person's asking. But you actually do have the right to say, I don't want to do that. And you can express it. And if the other person truly doesn't understand it and it's something that just honestly doesn't sit well with you, then you can opt out of that relationship. And I just want you know you to understand that you, that, that you can find somebody who's out there that will talk to you about it and be like, okay, well, let's let's figure out how we can yeah. find a compromise here like a middle ground or let's try to redesign this because i feel like so so often you know we kind of date around and we meet people and it's like structure here structure there la la la, la. like this person wants to do it this way okay this person wants to do it that way and it's like well you can actually find somebody that you guys can just figure it out together and create it together where both people feel like they're being included and like each person's needs are being met mm-hmm. you know yeah. no i i think yeah, I think all that all that stuff is worth worth talking about and and working through and I think you know sometimes when it's when it's real and reasonable that's when you compromise but there's definitely sometimes where it's like you both just have baggage that you've never addressed or never fixed or never worked on and that's the stuff where it's like it's not even really about it's you, not, each it's other. Not it's worth, like it's not worth compromising. I mean, there's you know, it's like even earlier on, like as as recent as a few months ago, just noticing like times when Cat would go out, and it's like I would just get a little jealous, not because I don't trust Cat, but because it's just been my default mode of operating since I'm 16. So it's like that doesn't to me the the easy filter is like is if your preference is oppressive to the other person then you need to work on your preference because your preference is just a a shitty pattern of operating so it's like you know in the case of being jealous when cats go cat goes out it's like the oppressive thing to do would be like to question what she's doing or act shitty towards her or tell her she has to be in at a certain time or some kind of crazy bullshit like that and it's like the good thing to do on my end is be like, oh, wow, that's just a that's just a weird thought pattern I've had since I'm a kid. And I need to work on that and grow up a little bit and realize that this chick is the dopest girl that I've ever dated. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I'm not worried about it, actually. But it's funny to battle those old patterns. Um, so to me, it's like that's I think that's a good filter to have, like because oftentimes we'll just react as soon as that feeling comes up it's like oh we'll call them or text them and then la 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 we're off and then it's like you can't take back those things once you put them out you know yeah, so it's like if it's you like, have that feeling where you feel like you want to call that person out or you want to tell them to, why are you not doing this it's like just pause and be like wait what what i'm about to do why am i doing it is it is it related to the person and their actual you know yeah, is it related to them or, or it's like it how long you? have you been acting like this as right. a person oh since you're fucking in high school and some immature relationship you had right that's how long you've been acting like this okay well take a deep breath and watch yourself and see what the thoughts are and um to me that's important and that's i think that's how you can get to it, to me that's one of the key ways of getting to a place where the relationship is less about possession and more about appreciation. And when you can, when you can get to that police, you can allow each other to pursue independent lives and still have a very full and rich life together. Now for people who do want to have that kind of relationship and they're just like, well, 
then how do we how do you preserve intimacy and how do you preserve you know the other person understanding that you are important like what are some things that you can suggest to others that are good reminders for your partner that you know as much as you are doing things for yourself and your dreams like you are also important to me and this is how I want to show you that you are I can recall some things that you do but I'll let you go nice (laughs) um I would say the biggest thing is that when you're with each other be with each other we were just talking about this before we started recording but it's like yo this whole life shit goes pretty quick and the moments and the memories and the experiences are fleeting and finite and it's like you're you know we're not getting any younger and you know the one thing that sucks about about splitting time is you know the year is going to pass and I'm only going to spend 180 of 365 days with you which is way more than I've spent with you in the last year so like I'm not complaining but there's something about that 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 does suck and one of the things is that when I'm with you not being not being worried and not in my head and not thinking about you know my different projects or businesses or whatever and and just being there with you and and being present and and sharing my appreciation for you and telling you how I feel and you know looking in your eyes for extended periods of time <laughs> until you awkwardly look away <laughs> um I think that's the biggest one and then you know I think the other one is just while we are away showing that appreciation um you know in random little ways whether that's um sending sending you your favorite snack food or or (laughs) sending each other letters or you know just sending you a a text i mean even in our we use slack to message each other slack's like a messaging app that has different channels in it like sub channels and we have an appreciation channel so we we will just message each other uh you know thoughts about each other in, in there and and we can just look back at that channel and like reread everything so i mean like it's not to say that this doesn't get hard sometimes. Like, there are times where I'm like, fuck, I really wish she was here right now. And in this particular case and where we are right now, this is the way that it's set up. But, I mean, as the time goes on, like, we will be spending, obviously, more and more time together as the projects that we are working on become more solidified. But, yeah, I mean, like, choosing this kind of relationship where you're not together all the time, but, um, you know, still choosing to you know have a union and in, in a lot of ways can get a little complicated because you know you are building intimacy and it's like you do want to be around that person more and more but understanding that that's not always the case and that actually does still kind of build it like my appreciation for him does build when I'm not away from when I'm not r- around him when I'm away from him I appreciate him more and more and like that's what typically when I communicate my feelings for him way more not to say that I don't when I'm in front of him but because I'm not away from him, I can't miss him. Or when I am away from him, I do miss him. But if he was around me all the time, then I wouldn't have the chance to miss him. But, you know, obviously, like, that missing sometimes can be overextended. I'm like, okay, fuck, like, this is actually getting really difficult now. And in those times, like, I think now that we're closer, like, you know, you can pop into my grandma's surprise uh, birthday party and just show up because we're not, like, playing rides away. But even in that it's like okay well I have to be I have to be heading back to PA like tomorrow like there's still some kind of you know structure to all of that but um do understand that like that is still like an element like you you will miss your partner obviously but you do understand that this is just part of it yeah and I you know I'd say the other thing for even those people who hopefully wouldn't purposely get into a long distance relationship or something it's like (laughs) You know, I think a lot of the things we've figured out on this front can be applied to someone you are living with or someone you're married to or someone you see all of the time. It's just that there has to be more of a conscious effort to create that space and to create that focus on yourself and, and your goals. So we sort of have a natural version of it because we are away from each other, you know, every few weeks. But I guess the major takeaway that I I would want you to walk away with is even if you are living with someone, you have to consciously create that space. And if, 
if you're in currently in a relationship that doesn't allow for that space for you to to have friendships and 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 chase your dreams and 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 pursue meaningful work then you know you you really need to dig deep and maybe listen to this podcast with that person and, and have a few conversations about it and, and try to get to a point where it can become that or you know you may need to leave that relationship because right. you know at the end of the day to my point earlier about time it's like this is such a short ride yeah like if you have shit that you're trying to accomplish and you're with someone who's not supportive of that and you're in a relationship that doesn't allow for that leave yeah then what the fuck are you doing like get you know this is this is your one shot at this and you're only young once and all of a sudden you're like 45 and you have three kids and you know those dreams are literally always just going to be dreams so i mean unless you work on them when you're young and it's like okay you can sustain those dreams because they're already working like they're already happening no that's what i'm I'm not yeah i'm not saying that if you have you're 45 and have three kids you can't (laughs) Can't pursue your dreams (laughs) i'm saying that the clarification i'm saying that if you're in a relationship that's gonna be me if you're in a relationship out here living my best life babe if you're <laughs> if you're in a relationship that doesn't allow for that now and you just submit to that relationship then you're not doing yourself any favors so it's worth i don't know I, That's a good I would point. just say that it's worth thinking about this stuff now and it's worth talking to your partner now about it and trying to create that space yeah i totally agree and sometimes those conversations are not going to be easy sometimes they they won't i mean this has been a bumpy ride like now i think we've kind of truly underst- understood like the framework of this and like we just kind of like you know situations arise we're like oh like how are we gonna handle this but like for the most part we figured it out now but it's taken us a while um so i mean just understand like it's a difficult conversation sometimes but it's absolutely worth it because i mean obviously it's important to figure out what it is that you want to do and, and you know listen to your heart and and understand like what your soul desires and um once you understand that you know kind of reflect like project that to you who you're with and 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 kind of feel out how they're receiving it or are they supportive or are they jealous are they trying to deflect it are they trying to suppress it it's like okay like these are these are important things to kind of scope out right now because it's like if you have if you're dealing with somebody who's trying to deflect it as much as you may love them they're in a place where they cannot appreciate you at your fullest and you know, life is too short to be with anybody who does not want to see you flourish, even if that means that they can't have you as much as they want to. And that is the, that's the key. Understanding that within this, there is some kind of sacrifice, but that sacrifice is worth it to see your partner thrive because that is what makes you happy as well. You know, like if your partner is at home, like wishing that they were out there taking a some kind of, I don't know, fucking pottery class if they want to you know, master pottery or pottery. Um, and you're just like, no, come watch Netflix with me or whatever. And it's just like, well, I want to be, I want to be potting. I want to, whatever. I want to be creating pots. You know what I mean? Like I'm ranting out, but like whatever it fucking is like, uh, it just having somebody who's just like, go do your thing, babe. Like, even if that means you're not, you're not near me. Even if that means I can't talk to you right now, even if that means that like, I won't see you for a week, go and do your thing. I know you're out there like really becoming your best self and I can't wait to hear about it. And that's it. And that makes you love them so much more when they give you that. And when they give you that peace of mind. Like, yes, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fucking do it. And I can't wait to tell you and show you and and teach you and and share. Because, like, I know that these things are going to excite you. And, like, how often, babe, when I when something happens to me or when I meet somebody or when I have a have you, really have dope... You, have you breathed? Have you taken a breath in a while? <gasps> wait. So, like, how often <laughs> when I, like, have, like, a meetup with somebody who I just met and I, like, mouth like for hours and I come back and I call you and I'm like babe like this just happened and then you're just like I am so excited I'm so happy to hear you this excited yep. same goes for you like that shit's dope when you can talk to your partner and they are recharged and it has nothing to do with you exactly and it's it's like look <gasps> just a yeah cat likes cat loves to rant glad we finally landed that plane <laughs> fuck you <bro>. <laughs> love you girl um <laughs> No, the last thing I'd say with all this, and then maybe we could wrap up because I know we're getting into some time right now. But the last thing I'd say with all this is it's like, look, an intimate relationship and a significant other and someone to share a life with 
is incredible. It's the most real thing I've ever experienced. But if there's anything I've realized, it's that having Kat in my life makes the pursuits of my life more worth it. And it makes my life more full. But I would never mistake that for the for it being the only thing I want in my life. So having this with you makes it so that I want to pursue the other things and the other things are worth pursuing. And that's beautiful. And that's fuller than just a relationship. It's like, look, if you're completely happy with with just a relationship, then that's beautiful too. But the thing Yeah, I'm, we're not trying to knock anybody. No, yeah. It's like, look, if you're completely content and that's you and your partner, then perfect. Just Fully. It, but if is, there is a part yeah, of you. But if there's a part of you that wants, like, that wants I want to be my own person. Yeah, that I'm, wants more out of life and, and, and everything else. There is a way to do it where you still have a deep, intimate relationship with someone that you love but you can have this fullness and i always think of it as like a pie chart like a like you know it's like if you're like for me it's like i feel like my it's like you know some equal balance of my relationship with cat and my creative and business pursuits with my business partners as well as cat and then you know kind of my friendships and hobbies and random things that i care about and and i don't i'm not mad at that i'm not mad at yeah, that and at you, all and it's you like, have a pie chart as well and exactly. that's and it's like i think like before i would have been like well like why am i not like 70 percent 30 percent like you know but now it's like i don't want to be 70 percent because it's like i don't i don't even have that much time to allocate to you i love your ass <laughs> yeah you know i really do but it's like i got other shit to do too and like if you if you wanted 70% of my time, I would be so upset. I would be resentful towards you because I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I have things to do right now. So it's like the fact that you also have that understanding and it's just like cool in that way. It's like this is something that I would have never thought would be possible until it started to happen. And then once it started to happen, I, I kind of just felt like, you know, like I need to share this with people because there's so many people around me and there's so many young people and older people who feel like that is just the way that it has to be and it's like yo it really doesn't as long as you communicate and you are transparent and you make sure that you are listening to yourself if you listen to yourself and you 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 guard that and you communicate that with the people that you are in relationship with and you you talk about it enough times you will meet somebody who will say i don't need you to give me all of that time i want you to go out and and chase that shit i'm gonna be clapping for you and i'm gonna be cheerleading for you and i'm gonna be supporting Mm -hmm. you like go out there and do that shit you know yeah, it's like just it's not like we have all the answers for a relationship or something. No, nope, but we don't. What I what we do have is questions, and it's like, what's the question you should be asking yourself? What do I want out of a relationship? What could a great relationship look like? And what do I want out of my life? Not just out of a relationship, right? What is the what does that fullness look like? And how does this person fit into that? And how do they relate? Yeah. So it's like, those are the questions we oftentimes don't ask ourselves. And again, when we don't ask ourselves those questions, we rely heavily on immature patterns of being from when we were younger. Yeah. And um, it's just like a more um, insecure way of operating. I think like, fuck, I don't want to offend anybody if this is the way that they are living their lives. I don't, I don't want to say that like that's an insecure way of living. I but wouldn't say it's necessarily insecure as much as it's just not. It's it's, it's not. It, it, I just believe that it's a lot of unconscious deciding what we want instead of consciously sitting there and asking ourselves those questions. Which and are difficult. Yeah. Are worth but it. the most difficult thing is is realizing that there's even a question to be had, yep. a question to be asked and a question to be answered. Because once you start, once you ask that one question, it opens a door and then you kind of begin to have to destroy all the other things you thought were the norms you have well, to and that's, create like them for yourself yeah, and, it, and it's like fuck the norms right yep. fuck what other people tell you a relationship should be and and what you've thought a relationship should be whether it's from school or watching television or movies or your prior relationships it's like okay you're here now at this point the coolest thing about being a human being and being conscious and having that big brain of yours in your head 
is that you get to consciously choose what you want and who you spend time with and how you spend that time. So spend that upfront time of asking those hard questions and planning out your life a little bit and thinking about what you want. And that way, when you come across the things and the people that aren't for you and that you don't want, it's so much easier to say no. Yeah. And it's, and it's not, I mean, like it is, it is selfish, but it's the best way of being selfish because you are, you are respecting yourself at the end of the day. Like that's what it is. I respect myself enough to chase my dreams and I respect you enough to, 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 you know, let you, and you know, like you, you respect yourself enough to be like, I have to put my dreams, um, I have to put them on the table as well. Well, And I'm only able to do that. And you're only able to do that because at some point we decided this and we clarified it. It's, It's a clarification. It's, and it's like, until you do that work, it's foggy and it's again it's questionable like more, and it's a little bit like and you kind of and you rely on what like if you what's that quote like if you've always if you always do what you've always done then you'll always do what you've always done or something something like that right mm-hmm. it's like if you don't if you don't make those conscious choices and those and do that conscious questioning then you're always you're going to stay in the same pattern of being and yeah it's like if you if you look back, I mean, I look back on past relationships and it's like, I've made the same errors every relationship and every relationship had the same type of functioning and the same type of, you know, unconscious operating. And it's like, doesn't that get tiring? Doesn't. Yeah. That's why a lot of people are frustrated. And, and and I mean like just kind of looking at the whole scope of dating right now, um, shit's frustrating people are done people are like am i gonna even find somebody should i just like fuck around and just you know be a single mom or a single dad like is it even worth it to be in a relationship and it's like you know like the thing is that you think that the the standards the norms that don't feel right for you are the only way of operating but i just want you to know like actually no you can ask and you can require and you can demand that you are respected and that your needs are put up front too you can find somebody who will respect that and who will not you know uh put a, a damper on who you have always been meant to be and that's the ultimate thing that i want you to take away from this episode and again like frankie said like it's not like we have all the answers all we do know is that we have found each other and that in each other we have found people <laughs> or you know partner or person whatever that will allow um ourselves to kind of just be who we have always been meant to be and that is beautiful and that's why we're just like okay like no matter what like we'll figure this shit out because at the end of the day like we just want each other to be the our best selves and obviously still be you know an intimate partner and like be there for each other but first and foremost just go out and do what we were born to do no matter what you know yeah that's that we're partners in crime yes babe we currently are laying down on this couch and we (laughs) we like like we started sitting up and then like (laughs) i don't know if it's the line but it's like little by little we've just like gone laying down but like we have our feet touching (laughs) and then i have i don't know it's like this weird entanglement that we have right now but it's very cute (laughs) (laughs) it feels cute but it probably doesn't look cute (laughs) (laughs) but just try to picture people listening and trying to figure out how we're sitting but yeah super comfortable like we've morphed into one organism basically all right but yeah guys (laughs) is that a good place to wrap up did we did we both rant enough times yeah frank is talking shit about me ranting but this dude is like number one at rants i'm concise girl i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) he refuses to acknowledge it no i know i rant but um yeah guys uh I hope that this was helpful in some kind of way and that this, you know, created some kind of percolation in your mind and uh, you kind of begin to ask these questions if these are the questions that you were meant to ask in your life right now. Hopefully these are seeds that um, will kind of blossom into something that will make your life feel more wholesome and um, will make you feel like you are totally in control of your destiny and what you were meant to do and how you were meant to live and the you know the, whatever the people are in 
this world that you're supposed to attract like just know that um they're totally out there if you demand that those are the kind of people that are in your way and in your life and part of your story i guess yeah does that make sense yeah baby okay well um thank you for tuning in (laughs) i hope you guys like this episode and frankie doesn't have an instagram which i love i love that he's not one of those people that's like always on ig but i kind of am so if you would like to share anything with us dm me you know send your questions to me and i'll share them with him and i'll likely have his ass back on this show so uh we'll we'll save those questions for the next time do you have any parting words boo thing oh he just sat up whatever's about to come out of his mouth is some real shit (laughs) um (laughs) nah i would just i would say like this stuff is worth considering because it's the most real thing and it's like the person you are either dating right now or the person you wind up dating is going to consume a lot of your time and and energy and attention and you want to be on the same page with that person and you want that person to support you and it's like it's worth sitting down now with a blank you know whether you're in a relationship right now or not it's like it's worth sitting down right now with a blank piece of paper for 20 minutes and figuring out what it is that you'd want to do and what it is you care about and what it is the that you wanted a partner that was this week's episode i really hope you all enjoyed it if there's anything you would like to chat about send an email to chats at catlantigua.com and i'll make sure to get back to you you can keep up with me in between episodes by following CatLantXO, that's C-A-T-L-A-N-T-X-O, on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.